Welcome to my testimony and today Dawn we uh we have we have never done this before. Yeah. You know, we we're going to try something new today so guys just pray with us. <laughs> we have uh three guests today. Okay? And um this is going to be a wonderful testimony. We're looking forward to this. So and our first I want to introduce um Kelly, Kelly Angus. Welcome to my testimony. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um we're going to get into a wonderful story today. And then, uh, Dawn, who else do we have? We have Kenny Fluence. Hi, Kenny. How are you today? Hey, how's it going? Pleasure to be here. All right. And uh, Kenny is joining us all the way from where? California. California. Yep. So, so we have... Uh, <laughs> right. Kelly, you're in Florida. <laughs> Kenny is in California. And who is our next mystery guest that we have? We have Kika. Yes. Kika Knight. Kika, welcome to my testimony. Ah, uh, glad to be here. How are you guys? Doing great. This is a special um, My Testimony today because we're going to be covering the, uh, the, our first virtual choir project that we did recently at Plantation Church. You guys are going to hear all about it and all the behind the scenes. So stay tuned. So before we get into today's testimony, let's bow our heads to prayer. Father, we thank you so much for this beautiful day that you provided for us. We thank you for my testimony and for everything that we have been doing. We thank you for all the guests that we have today. And we pray that as they share their testimony, that our souls will be watered and that we will be blessed. And everyone watching this testimony will grow closer to you, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right, so we start Let's start with Kelly. Okay. So Kelly, <laughs> just introduce yourself. Um, I know a lot of the plantation community know you, but just introduce yourself and your role in this virtual choir. Okay. I'm Kelly Angus. Um, I am the director of the uh, virtual choir. Uh, I guess better known as through um, plantation as the mass choir. It's inclusive. It's um, uh, meant to include young, uh, very young from the youth, you know, all the way up to whatever, <laughs> you know, and it doesn't matter how old you are. Um, we put our arms around you um, in the mass choir. Um, and this particular uh, project was um, a virtual because of COVID. It is our first virtual choir. Awesome. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Awesome. All right. Yeah, all right. Okay. And then, uh, so, so Kenny, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and your role in this project. Yeah, definitely. So, um, my name is Kenny, obviously. Um, I'm a software developer. I live all over the U.S., so I don't really have a specific place. Been in California recently. And my role in this particular project was mostly just music um, editing and um tweaking the voices to put them all together and hopefully make a unified sound. Nice, nice. Awesome. All right, and Kika, you're up next. Yep. Um, I mean, we know a little bit about know. you, but tell us anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, for those who don't, I'm Kika Knight, and um, I'm a, I am one of the members at Plantation. 
um, been a part of the music ministry for quite some time. And um, I was one of the choir members in this really phenomenal um, presentation that we did recently. Awesome, awesome. What part do you sing? Um, actually, um, this particular one I did alto, did the alto section. Okay. Uh, if if you notice what she said, this particular this one. Particular, I so, know because she knows that. She knows that. <laughs> <laughs> so I was asking. Yeah, multi talented. Yeah, so. yeah. All right. So Kelly, um, run us through this project because um, you you shared with us recently when you started this project, you had no idea, idea how to do it. Um, to do it first of all, and then some of the stories that were coming out, you were you were just floored by what was going on. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. Wow. Um, when I first started, um, the it, it was at the beginning, you know, of COVID, and and I guess we're all on lockdown, and I had a concern because when COVID hit, we were in the middle. The mass choir was in the middle of preparing for an Easter program, mm -hmm. and um, just everything just stopped. Rehearsals stopped. Um, all communication, you know, stopped. I, I had tried to kind of move forward a little bit and say, hey, you know, we can get on WebEx. And anybody who's, you know, ever tried to sing on WebEx, you, you know that the delay, it just, you know, by the time one person would sing one thing, then somebody was coming like two seconds behind on their part. And so mm -hmm. it's just, it didn't work out like I, I wanted. Um, I hoped that it would be short-lived and it was just drawing out longer and longer. My my major concern was uh, individuals. We had, when we would meet, we would have potlucks and we would laugh and, and people would talk and um, we would pray with each other. And, you know, it, it's, it's that element of fellowship, you know, that I felt like, wow, you know, all of that camaraderie, it, it's gonna be lost right. um, unless, you know, we can somehow work together, keep people pulled together and continue to work together. On, on on something because I was hoping still we could do the Easter project, right. Easter program, um, resurrection program, mm -hmm. and so um, I prayed and I was like, okay, Lord, uh, I I know that there's such thing out there as some kind of a virtual thing, but I didn't I didn't know quite uh, where to start. I'd seen uh, a few projects, um, a really popular guy and I can't remember his name. It escapes me right now. Uh, that was doing really big uh, virtual uh, projects with uh, people from all over the world. And I thought, mm -hmm. how difficult is that? That can't be that hard, right? right. <laughs> 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 Woo! So I tried. I tried. I got some software. Um, and, man, I think I tried two voices uh, it was Heather's voice, my voice, and I think there was one, oh, Windermere. Um, and we were going to be the, the guinea pigs. And <laughs> just putting those vocals in mm -hmm. to this software, it took me two weeks. And if I had to tally up the hours over those two weeks, it was probably um, over 20 hours. And that mm -hmm. was just three voices. And I was just like, what am I doing? I couldn't get it right. And then I'm kind of a perfectionist on top of that. So, I, you know, I'm here trying to, you know, tweak different things so that our timing was, um, it was, it was a lot. And I said, I, I can't, I, I don't even know where to begin or to how to pull this thing together. And so um, I laid it before God because it was um, a twofold burden. 
Um, one, I was kind of venturing into unknown territory. And then two, um, I had a desire uh, to uh, reach those who wanted to be in the choir that uh, wanted the fellowship um, initially. They wouldn't have joined, you know, if they didn't. And um, who sought, you know, the camaraderie um, of those who enjoyed the same thing that um, that they did, you know, singing, you know, with one another, ministering um, in that fashion. So it was really, it was really heavy on my heart. So um, it turned out that months and months and months later, you know, I was like, well, you know, God, when, it, when and if it's for me uh, to do this, for us to move forward, it's going to be, you know, in your time, your way. And I, I let it go until I was talking to Kenny and he was saying, yeah, Aunt Cal, guess what? <laughs> I want you to see this video that I've done. And I saw the video and I said, oh, how did you do that? Right, that's exactly <laughs> what you want, right? That's exactly what I'm looking for. And he said, oh, no, we have the software. And I'll let you let him tell you a little bit about um, the software. And he says, yeah, the team of us have been, you know, working together. And, um, and you know, it, it's, it's the software that he has. It makes it pretty easy, you know, to pull the voices together and all that stuff. And I said, you know, I need that. I need it. I need your help. I can't do it. I know I can't. Um, he was just like, well, you know, I'll help you. Awesome. And from there, um, he helped uh, with, uh, we talked, I guess we discussed about um, what I needed to do as far as bringing our voices together, training um, and parts and all that stuff, no problem. I've been doing that for years. But the technical part oh, was the challenge. And so um, Kenny uh, really partnered um, really well. Uh, we, we get along like uh, two peas in a pod. Um, we're very similar. We kind of were very techie. And so um, it was just really easy once we got everything down, submitting um, the vocals, uh, getting uh, me giving the instruction to uh, all the singers, you know, how to uh, get that on. Um, there were a few uh, challenges. I worked really closely uh, with the choirs, um, members, and then um, sent everything um, to, to Kenny to pull together audio. And then once he uh, audio uh, did the um, audio and did the layering and everything and, and uh, lined us up, got us all in sync, then mastered it. And of course, we sent it to you, you guys there with film ministry. And you guys did an awesome and phenomenal job. I praise the Lord um, for everybody that actually played a part in, in the whole thing. I know it was the Lord working. Um, sometimes... Um, we want to get out there and we want to do things ourselves, all by ourselves, you know, and we need each other. Yeah. We need each other. Um, and I think that that was uh, even more of a, um, a reality for me. Um, we're, we're not out here. We're not doing ministry. We're not by ourselves. We're all one body. And where one person benefits in one area and another person benefits another area, another. We, when we draw all those pieces together, now we form the arms, the legs, you know, the eyes, the, and just, oh. And on that point, I don't, I don't want, I want uh, uh, Kika and, and Kenny to talk a little bit about um, their exper experience too. But the coming together ministered to me in this way. When um, I met with 
uh, the music team. I, I, I've been a member, you know, at a number of churches all my life growing up. Mm-hmm. And you have individuals that really, you know, they want to help you. Um, I believe God sent me to uh, plantation, <coughs> sent me to plantation um, for a reason. Uh, the members that I've met, you know, and when I kind of presented this and said, hey, um, I want to do this, they rallied uh, behind the idea. And when I said, hey, you know, I don't, I don't know how to, to, to reach um, the members, um, I, I have a, a turnaround time. I got to get this, you know, out mm-hmm. to our audio guy. I got to get it to Kenny. I mean, on that meeting call, um, Olivia, Widner, um, Akeem, Addie, I mean, th- these guys, they pulled together on the phone, on the phone call. And everybody just started making phone calls. Right. You know, um, what about this individual? What about this one? You know, I know, Kelly, you don't have, um, you're still you know, learning and, and getting to know everyone. We're here. We'll help you. I don't think I've ever uh, seen um, people come together and, and to support and to lift you up and to hold you up in um, such a fashion. Um, like I say, I've, I've seen, you know, one or two you know, maybe three individuals, but a whole team. I know I'm, I'm, I'm missing some, some individuals. Uh, Heather, just everybody on the call, texting, just ping, just went to work. Um, and it wasn't something that we said, hey, we're going to have a working meeting. We just stopped in the middle of the meeting and, right. and everybody just started, you know, jumped in. So um, that ministered to me. That ministered to me. Mm-hmm. And um, it allowed me to... Um, to not feel like, okay, I'm in this and I'm in this by myself as a director and, you know, I'm going to have to make it work. This was such a huge group um, effort um, that uh, I just thank God um, for allowing me to to be here, um, to experience once again a renewed faith in, in fellowship and family. And so um, I think I'm going to break, break right there. <laughs> And that's pretty much my side of the story um, with uh, videos and and um, and everything um, that I set up for uh, the choir members to make it a little bit easier. Those that had challenges um, with uh, getting their parts, they felt like it was probably going to be a little bit too hard. Um, there's always easy ways to, to learn songs and to, to break it up and to pick it out. So right. I created uh, little, video, little videos and whatnot that they could actually get on and I made it exciting. <laughs> so um, I'm going to stop right there and let right. you guys uh, go ahead and yeah. talk to the other two yeah, with we'll their perspective. Definitely. <laughs> we're we're going to come back to you and get a little bit more insight. So, because I, I know um, a lot of people um, see these things and, you know, you're watching on oh, YouTube, you're watching so nice. on TV, and you think it's just so easy Don't just to put this. things together. So. Yeah. Right. So, right. so Kenny, come in with your audio expertise, man. Um, how was how challenging was this project for you? It was probably easy for you, though. But tell us a little bit about some of the um, process <laughs> that you had to go to. Oh uh, wow! So yeah, I guess a little backstory is um, I'm in I'm in another music group called United in Christ. Um, we're led by Alfredo Fuentes, and we've been working on audio production for years. Um, and so when um, when Kelly came and said, you know, I need this, kind of just fell right into the um, the 
genre area of stuff that we kind of already do on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. um, so we had just purchased some software, which makes it relatively easy to, you know, edit vocals. We can change the key, the pitch. We can move words around. Um, we can do pretty much everything except make you say something that you're not you're not saying. Right. Um, and so we brought this on to Kelly, and she, uh, we, I guess, you know, God just kind of worked it out where she had a need, and we had we had just bought the product, and so um, we put it together. Uh, it's relatively easy to work, however there were so many voices um you know it's it's a lot of information for the computer to handle and it's a lot of work it probably took about more than an hour maybe two hours to do each individual mm -hmm. voice and there were right. over 20 voices so it took right. about um 20 to 30 hours right but yeah it was it was it wasn't necessarily challenging it was just time consuming right Totally, totally can relate. So, yeah, because yeah. I, I had my end to do on the yeah. video, which was the uh, putting the final project together, taking the, the um, all of the videos and layering them with the uh, with the mix down that you gave me, Kenny. And by the way, you did a, you guys did an yeah. awesome job. That yeah. mix down was was definitely um, it, that was just that was it. That that made the the, the whole project. So, and um, for the viewers, guys, okay. we, we, you know what? Don't let's let's break here and give them a little bit of preview. We're just gonna give you a little bit of teaser, but we're gonna show we're gonna show the entire video at the end of this testimony, so you gotta stick around. But we're gonna give you a little teaser right now, and then we're gonna come back with Kika. guys that was just a little tease mm. and now we're gonna move on to kika so um so kika, <laughs> kika. multi-talented kika yes yes so what how did they ask you to come into this project or did you volunteer to just get on board so i think it was more of being asked i want to i want to say the call went out to everyone like kelly was saying um the praise and worship department those people are awesome about when a project comes just start you know the communications go out. And so it came out originally that way, but Kelly is really an amazing person. Um, she reached out to me personally mm -hmm. on this project. And um, at first I was, I guess I was tottering because, you know, with Corona and being on lockdown, I don't know that I had like, I don't think I had the desire to do anything but when she did, I couldn't tell. Who can tell Kelly no? No one can tell Kelly no, right? <laughs> no one can tell her no, right? So, but, at, and I'm glad that she did because once I started, you know, like she did a great job with the vocals and giving the parts and just getting us, um, getting us the material that we can follow is very comprehensive. And once I started doing it, believe it or not, I actually started feeling good about doing it. Mm. So, 
where it was a it was very therapeutic, believe it or not. And again, you know, when you're you're on lockdown and you're hearing the story, you just don't. I didn't have the drive, but once I started doing it, I was like, man, I'm glad she did. It gave me something to actually look forward to, and I'm sure it did for so many of the other members. So once it was all said and done, um, I got to like to really like I guess my friendship with her really strengthened. And um, at the end to see the project come together, I thought it was really amazing. Like you go on YouTube and you see this and you're kind of wondering how they do it. But then to see it, you know, finally come together and then they hear the stories about the impact on so many different people's lives, the ministry that came behind it. And even the song selection was so powerful. When I started singing, a lot of times the words tend to minister to me first before they go out to others. And I believe that was like a big, big part of it. So um, thank you, Kelly, for for that oh. push. <laughs> right. Wonderful, wonderful. Awesome. So, so Kenny, back to you. Um, I've, I've heard someone told me that recently that you you work for, for It Is Written and all that type of stuff. Tell us a little bit about that ministry and what you do for them. Uh, yeah, sure. So um, I work in the IT department for It Is Written, which is a bit of a misnomer. Really, I, I only do software development. So I work on some of their websites and some of their mobile apps mm -hmm. um, and then some of the other things that we don't see um, visually. I mm -hmm. um, work on a, a great team of guys led by Kent Thomas. Um, they work really hard to, to get that kind of stuff uh, out there and try to keep the ministry going. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, work mostly in software development, creating and maintaining websites and mobile apps. Awesome, awesome. And it's, uh, it's great ministry. that, yep, yeah, it's great how God can just bring all of us together um, in ministry, you know, what we do professionally and just bring it so we can give it all back to Him. So, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a wonderful feeling to do that. So, and um, so Kelly, tell us a little bit of some of the stories. Stories. Yeah. That was happening during this time when you guys, yeah. some of the stories that you heard um, as you right. contact the other choir members to record this. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to try not to, to tear up here. But um, as you can imagine, I was all excited. I was like, oh, okay. So we have an audio. We have video. We're set. We have the parts. And I went to call. I think the, the first pass that, you know, that went out um, I was telling you about the calls and whatnot and the email um, that was sent out and whatnot. We got uh, a really good response. We got a good response. Um, but I knew that there were individuals that were there, and, you know, in the choir before. And I was like, where are they? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, what's going on? Right. And so I started, you know, making, you know, these personal uh, calls and, um, I didn't realize the, the impact of COVID. Mm. Um, I knew that I wanted to do something, but I didn't know that it was, uh, and then at the time it wasn't just COVID, it, it was uh, the, the racial um, yes. tension that we had yep. mm -hmm. uh, during that time. Yeah, and mm -hmm. I, when I reached out to um, individuals, you know, 
I mean, people, I, it's hard to explain. People were, um, they were really downtrodden, um, heavy. Some people, they were really focused. It, everyone was dealing with it, you know, in their own way. Um, some people, they just, it looks like they, they just dove into work. Um, you know, others, they were depressed, um, hurt. Uh, and I think that what happened is, uh, as we were all, I guess, trying to deal with things individually, um, some of, you know, our family members, uh, church family members were reaching out uh, to individuals. And there are some individuals that, you know, just hadn't been touched. And so I, when I called, um, I, would I was having prayer. I was making one call. It was one Sunday. I was making one call after the next call, after the next call. after. The, it was a, an entire Sunday of calls that, that spilled over into Monday. You know, wow. when I get on my break, I'm going to call, you know, these, this individual. Uh, there were people that were not just going through depression, some people feeling abandoned. Mm. Um, we had prayer. Um, I wanted them to know that I was putting virtual arms around them. And mm. if they're feeling that way, somebody else is feeling that way too. We needed this project to touch not just those that you know are feeling this way within the church family. We needed this project to touch those individuals who are out there you know, and don't know God at all, or perhaps they've just kind of you know done the whole hands you know off kind of thing, you know I'm, I haven't heard from anybody, you know, I, I, right. I don't know if I forgive, you know, these individuals. I don't know if um, how I should feel about the racial tension, how I should feel about God in general. Is he alive? These mm -hmm. things that are going on around us, there's a lot. Mm -hmm. And so my message to the choir members were we have an opportunity to reach individuals that are going through the same things that we're going through, through a miraculous story of David feeling like everybody is against me. Right. The story of Psalm 3, 2 is uh, David in um, when he's running. Absalom, he, he had to, <laughs> Absalom's trying to take over the, the throne and and he's he wants to kill his father, yeah. you know? And mm -hmm. uh, David is wrestling with God and saying, if you are here, then save me. There are people who, if you're with me, not if you're here, but if you're with me, he was saying, then, you know, there are people that are saying, um, oh, no, Absalom's got it. He's done. He's got way too many enemies, mm -hmm. you know. And the, the, the story talks about how he went to sleep. I love David. I love David for this. He didn't stay up all night worrying, right. you know, just kind of like with the whole thing with his, uh, he was waiting to hear, you know, what was going on with his child. Yeah. He prayed and he laid prostrate and didn't eat and prayed and prayed until God gave him the answer. And he said, okay, you know, if that's God's answer and then moved on. Right. So he had this faith knowing that God was going to keep his arms around him and protect him. But what he wasn't sure of was what, how God, how the outcome was going to be. And he left that in peace with God. He, he left it, went to sleep that not, night, and then he woke up the next morning and goes, oh, I'm still alive. <laughs> no one attacked her in the night. Yeah. This is a good sign. <laughs> this is a really good sign. Okay, so God is with us. God is with us. Then his next concern fell toward, if God is with me, then what's going to happen now?
you know, to my son. Mm -hmm. And so he tried not to worry there. But with all of those things that were going on where we can't see God's hand, I wanted the message to go out. He promises us that he will be with us during these times. He's And Psalms 91, if you haven't read through that chapter, it is what we are going through today. Yeah, Pestilence. Yeah. God says, I promise I will be with you to the end. I will protect you and keep a hedge of protection round about you, keep you from the noisome pestilence. Mm -hmm. And so I just felt like as I was listening to this song and trying to decide how are we going to do this, it has to be something that the choir can pick up. Um, the choir members can pick up at home. They don't need me to stand right over them and give them, you know, these little pieces and, and whatnot for the for the parts. Even though um, I did take my time trying to uh, pull a lot of that very tightly together for them. But I needed something that was going to be easy enough that sounded complicated um, and that spoke to the hearts of those people in the choir and those that we wanted to reach. I knew that was God's ministry for us right. to reach individuals, to touch hearts with the words to the song. If you're, you're um, listening to bring encouragement. So um, some of the individuals, like I was saying, um, felt depressed. Some of them felt lonely. Some of them um, were just uh, busy. They just shut um, everything out and the prayers went on um, that Sunday and um, I began because it was it was a lot Kenny was saying you know this is it, it, it takes a lot of hours to make sure everybody you know gets their stuff in mm -hmm. um, but the the other thing that impressed me um, about the different individuals um, in the choir they were ministering to me and didn't know it um, I watched Kika she was busy she kept busy mm -hmm. I was like Mika, Kika do you have your you have your stuff in? <laughs> Are you going to get it to me? Right. And she was just like, I'm going to get it, Kelly. I'm going to get it to you. And it looked like we were right up to the hour. I'm extending it for you, Kika. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm extending it. So true. <laughs> uh, <laughs> give me some time. And Kenny, when he told me, he says, um, at the time, my sister, his mom, uh, was in the uh, hospital. Oh, wow. And she had just had surgery. Wow. And um, we were praying and, um, and, uh, you know, I was just, Lord, God had already t uh, told me, you know, she's going to be okay. She's going to be okay. Um, but the recovery uh, was slower than, than in my heart. I wanted it to be. Mm. And he was there, you know, by his mom's side. And he said, yeah, I'm, I'm here at the hospital. I'm, I'm sitting by mom's side. And I'm working on the video. Oh, wow. And I said, wow. what? Hmm. And he said, yeah. He said, um, he says, well, we're, you know, we're still ministering. We're still ministering. And, and I'm here. He was ministering to his mom. So. Wow. Powerful. Powerful. Hmm. Yeah. Whew. Trying not to do this here. <laughs> so with that, um, it was a loss um, in the family of one of the members having a hard time dealing with the loss. Mm. And I prayed very, very hard um, for that individual. 
um, for them to hold on. And mm-hmm. um, I thank God. I thank God that he gave us the opportunity at that particular time because it was necessary at that particular time, not before when we first started, not the onset of COVID, after people had been going through it for a while, um, lifting each other up along the way, providing encouragement. And that's what it's basically um, been all about. There's something else I wanted to share. It'll probably come to me um, later uh, about the journey. Okay. Um, right. Yeah, we, but I'm gonna... yeah, we'll come back to you. So um, I want to jump over to, um, let's jump over to, um, to Kenny. Kenny, tell us, um, so your mom was sick while you were working on this. And uh, you have all these other yeah. things going on. And obviously, we're in COVID. Um, how were you coping? Tell us a little bit about your experience, how you were coping. Uh, all I can say is God is good. He gave he gave us the energy to to be able to get through. Um, at the time, my mom was in the hospital, and the hospital was about an hour and a half to two hours away from where we were staying. Um, in California, everything is expensive, so you don't want to rent a hotel if you don't have to. Um, so we just drove you know, eighty or so miles one way uh, every day to see to see her. Um, and she was in a place where she wasn't really, uh, how do you say this? Um, she wasn't really conscious, but she kind of was. She wasn't, she wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And so it was, it, was, it was definitely a challenging time, but I think, you know, God gives the grace for the time that it's needed. So he, I mean, God's power is right there to really just carry the entire family through the entire thing and to um, to provide so that all these other things could get done too. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And uh, Kika? Yeah. What was your journey like during COVID? I mean, you're on lockdown. So what, what was going through your mind as all those things? That, I mean, Kelly has shared with us, it wasn't just the lockdown of COVID. It was also the racial tension. There was a lot going on. What was going on in your world at that time? I think she she nailed it when she was saying, I just got busy. You know, it's just, you're seeing these things going around you and we're in a place where you can't go out. So you're not connecting. Yeah. You don't have that coming together. Yeah. So for me, it's stay busy. It was staying busy and I think once Kelly kept encouraging me <laughs> or kept reaching out, where are you with the recording? Because mm-hmm. like I was saying earlier, I was tottering back. Like actually it was kind of intimidating, honestly. The whole mm-hmm. process was intimidating <laughs> right. because it's kind of mm-hmm. like I'm in a, and I never really verbalized it to her, but I think she could sense it. You know, it's like, what am I going to sound like? Is this really going to work? Mm-hmm. Um, but again, Kelly is, she's just, amazing in that she just knows how to encourage people. And she did it with love and patience, something that um, really just speaks to who her character is and I believe her walk is. So inside of that busyness, um, the spirit of God was just speaking to me Mm -hmm. to stop being busy and 
really come to him when you think about it, when I think about it. Because as I started learning the song and listening to the words, they really started ministering. And there was, I want to say, a breakthrough. Right. So, right. so, so Kika, mm -hmm. staying busy, was Were that... Were you working from home? Yeah. I was remor working remotely from home. Um, during at that time, it was remote work from home, okay. and that job did keep you keep me very busy. So it was very easy to say I'm busy mm -hmm. and remain busy. Right. Um, but the thing about it is, when we really stopped, when I was, I should say, I won't say forced, but when I was compelled to really stop and focus. I felt like God really had an opportunity to come in and minister to me and then I could minister to others. Right. And sometimes that's where we have to, sometimes we have to stop being busy, you yeah. know, mm -hmm. for him to, to really minister to us. Cause sometimes he's trying to, and he can't because I'm too busy. Mm -hmm. But then you have those who are, who are again through love and kindness. He says, I draw you. And he mm -hmm. used Kelly in that way, very powerful way. Right. And uh, I was going to ask if the uh, the business mm -hmm. was was helping you cope with, with what was really going, what on, was around. going on around you. Because yeah. it was it was a very in intense time with, with <laughs> yeah. the, uh, the virus and then the, the racial um, divide and all that stuff. Um, yeah. So do you think you were you were kind of like remaining busy so you didn't have to think about what was going on around you? I would say yes. I'm one of those people. I will, I will hide under a rock rather, <laughs> you know, because, you know, emotions can really take you on a roller coaster ride. Mm. And those things were happening around you. And a lot of times it's like you don't have control, right? right? Mm. You don't have control. So my way of handling it is let me find something else to do or get involved in. And just really, ultimately, you disconnect mm -hmm. from everything. Right. But this was an opportunity to reconnect. Okay. Right. Yeah, I was going to ask, were you able to connect with any of the other singers at any time? Before, um, before the choir, before getting together with before, the choir, yeah. were you communicating with anyone else? Yeah. Honestly, no, it was like, I mean, I would say there were a few people we had like little groups, but I think it wasn't them. It was me. You know, I just got into a place where I was under a rock, you know, a lot of times you, you have hurts and you have concerns, but a lot of times you don't really know, like you're, you're putting fillers out there and then you're just not certain. So I'm one of those persons that I will just kind of lock away and turn into myself. Mm -hmm. And, but I will respond if someone reaches out, I will respond. And that's what ended up happening. You know, God really used Kelly to reach out to, to the choir, the choir members. And, um, that <laughs> I didn't know what was going on behind the scenes, even with her and her family dynamics, but it's just a powerful testimony, um, of the heart of both Kenny and Kelly. And I thank them for that. I really do. I thank them for the time and the energy that they poured into us, you know, to allow us to come out of a, a time, a time and a place where if we weren't careful, we would go from bad to worse. Yeah. I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's very true. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah. 
yeah, it was definitely it was definitely a rough time. And um, even even for for someone like um, like us who work from home most we of the time, we do it anyway. So it yeah. wasn't a big transition for us. But right. But still, it it took mm-hmm. a toll. It took a toll because we were separated from our church family. So, um, mm-hmm. which which moves to another question uh, for Kenny. Um, so Kenny, how were you separated from your friends and, and family during this time? What was you? you know, actually, we were so our our home was in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and um, mm. in August of 2020, <clears throat> we we took a trip. A, um, we were visiting California. We are still visiting California from August of 2020. And um, so we, you know, we didn't get to see our friends per se for for a really long time, but we were able to be here with my mom and my dad when when my mom was going through cancer. So um, it's 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 a little different. Yeah, we didn't feel as much of the isolation um, that I'm sure others felt because we were right there, um, and I think we kind of needed to be there um, to be with my mom during that time. She was she was going through a lot. When we when we came, and so we were able to, I don't know, just allow God to work through us a little bit and raise her up um, emotionally to get through, um, and um, and help her however she needed physically as well. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So so yeah. Kenny, um, Kenny, Kenny, um, Kenny's is your sister, right? Is it your? Older sister or younger sister? Well, she's my she's the oldest of the girls. So there were um, five of us, five kids. My brother um, would would have been the oldest, and um, he passed mm-hmm. oh, years ago. Um, now it's it's been well over twenty five years. <clears throat> he passed. He was fourteen years uh, my senior. Um, mm-hmm. Then Denise, um, she's twelve years. Um, my senior, that's Kenny's mom. Mm. And um, I have a sister, Lannis, and I have um, a twin sister. Oh, there's a twin. Karen. There's someone that looks exactly I do. You didn't know that? Wow. No, we don't look anything alike. We're we're actually fraternal twins. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, But I, I, it was I, nice I, having a companion growing up with the no. time spanned apart, you know, between yeah. the older um, siblings. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so both of you went to Oakwood together? I initially went to Oakwood, and she went to La Sierra. <laughs> she wanted to stay closer to home. I was ready to leave home, and she wanted to stay closer to home. Uh, so I, I ventured out to Oakwood. My parents met at Oakwood and um, were married some years after um, leaving Oakwood College, and I wanted to know what this Oakwood was about. And so I said, I'm going to go. I'm ready to leave. If you're not going to let me go anywhere else, I'm definitely going to go to Oakwood in Huntsville, Alabama. And I have no regrets. Um, Oakwood, you know, you you have friends for life. A lot of um, individuals that you meet there are from all over the world. Um, We think it's just all over the nation. But you meet people from from everywhere um, that come to um, attend the school. And anywhere you go in the world, um, you're able to go and and um, find any of those friends. It's like family. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I did attend um, Oakwood uh, for for three years. Yeah. Okay. So Kenny, you didn't really have a choice because here comes your aunt asking you to work in this project, man. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
think both my uncle and I suffer from uh, the possibility syndrome where, you know, we get excited <laughs> about possibilities, even though, you know, we're already working four jobs and we right. have zero time. <laughs> we, always, we always have time to add one more thing to a schedule that has no time. So when she's telling me about mm. what she wants to thinking, oh, we could totally do that. You know, not not about the fact that you know mm. we're both we're both maxed out. Right. <laughs> it's so. true. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. I did remember uh, that incident. I for, almost forgot because you know the farther these things get away, you know, from you, then there's like these little details that um, can easily be lost. Um, but I wanted to say though. <sighs> After I had um, the, the the meeting with the choir, that following, not meeting, um, the uh, calls that Sunday, the calls with all of the different choir members. Okay, so after that full day, I stayed up and I pushed through because um, God was telling me, okay, now this is not about you. Mm. This is not about mm. you. I will sustain you, mm. but this is now has nothing to do with you. Now, are you still willing? Mm. You're gonna have to put in the work. And so um, I said, yes, I said, yes. Like I said, it went into Monday. That next Sabbath, um, I'm really excited. We got things going and rolling. And right behind that, I was out. I decided I was going to, I needed to get out, get some air, um, went uh, for a bike ride with my son. And I, I was looking down, trying to adjust because, um, uh, Ethan said, "Mom, um, I can't, I can't break. You know, I'm, I'm having difficulty breaking." I turn around to look, switching gears, trying to gear down, and when I did, I instead pushed the brake, pulled the brake in too. Mm. And when I pulled the brake, I shot over the the handlebars into the asphalt. Oh, wow. mm. And I was just like, uh, "Really? Mm. <laughs> this is mm. happening?" And um, you know how when you're in mid, well, it may not, I don't know if anybody knows what this is, but if you've ever been in an accident where you can actually feel yourself going through the motions and you're saying to yourself, how can I stop this? This is going to hurt. Yeah. Right? right. Mm -hmm. That's exactly where I was. And I ended up on mm -hmm. the ground. I hit first, pal, my knee. And then mm -hmm. after that, it was um, my hip, my other knee, elbow, you know. And I'm gonna tell you, the, the asphalt is not forgiving. Nope. <laughs> I didn't think too much about it. <laughs> I didn't think too much about it, but it turned out, um, I don't wanna draw this whole thing out. It turned out that even though I had on, cause I, this is the reason why I was saying it, I didn't, I didn't think too much about it. I had on long pants um, and everything, I was covered, but somehow, you know, I got in, uh, washed everything off, you know, and put a little, uh, little um, antibiotic uh, thing on it, not, not antibiotic, uh, what do you call it, um, alcohol, you know, on the, on the area. I didn't see any uh, big scrapes or, or cuts or anything like that. But the next day, that following Sunday, of course, this is the Sunday after uh, ministering to the choir, um, I, I felt funny. I, I didn't feel right. I felt really tired. I felt lethargic. And my knee was, was swelling up you know, really big. Mm. And um, I thought, well, well, maybe I did do some kind of injury. You know, I, I don't know what's going on. Well, it wasn't until Monday, somebody at my job, I was telling them, they're like, you okay? I was like, I don't feel good. 
my knee is killing me, you know, it's draining me or whatever. I, I iced it. Um, I decided I was going to put, use, put some charcoal uh, poultice on it and, and wrapped it up or whatever. She said, uh, my friend at work, she said, girl, you better go to the hospital. Okay. She said, what if that's an infection? I was like, how could it be an infection? It wasn't really an open wound situation right. here. And she said, yeah, but you don't know what micro scrapes could have happened. And I said, micro scrapes. Go to the hospital and sure enough, I had an infection. Wow. So now mm. I'm out. I haven't been out of the house uh, through this whole COVID thing. And I'm like, and you're in I'm going to catch COVID out here. <laughs> you know, I'm <laughs> in the hospital. <laughs> and so I'm a nervous wreck. <laughs> so they're telling me, you know, all you have to do, you know, what we'll do is we'll give you a, an, an antibiotic because this definitely is infection. The doctor, I remember him touching it and saying, do you feel this? I want you to put your hands here. It's hot. It's burning up hot. Now put your hand on your other knee. How does it feel? And I was like, it doesn't feel hot. It feels kind of cool. He says, yes. He says, so this is sign of infection. And I mean, that happened very, very quickly. I had that infection and fought it for three weeks oh. while I was teaching the uh, choir the songs. Um, up and down, back and forth to the hospital. I was back and forth twice. Um, one, two, that would have been three times total that I was finally back. Um, I was talking to uh, Kenny's wife, who's a nurse, Cheryl, and um, we were talking about how I was taking the, the antibiotic. And I thought that you take this antibiotic, you know, uh, as, as long as you're awake, you're taking it. You know, you had to take it every four hours. Mm -hmm. But what she informed me was that, you know, the reason why you can't get past this thing is because <clears throat> you have to take that thing around the clock. Get up in the middle of the night, set your alarm. It has to be taken because the slightest little break, that bacteria starts to multiply and it multiplies very quickly in the bloodstream. And so I couldn't shake it. And when I tell you guys, I felt like I was dying. Mm. I, I felt like I was mm. dying. And I knew... Um, I knew it was a spiritual attack. Wow. Of course. He didn't want this. God, no. you know, the devil didn't want this project to, to, mm -hmm. to, to, to see completion. Mm -hmm. of course. He didn't want it to impact a life. Right. And at that point I said, God, I need your help. And when I, I prayed that prayer is when I don't even know how I ended up talking to Cheryl. Honestly, they were calling to check on me to see how I was doing because they knew. That's what it was. And um, when she gave me that information, it was then I said, thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Stayed up. It was another week. I had, uh, mind you, been on that medication. It was my second round of that antibiotic. It could start to do damage, you know, mm -hmm. after a while mm -hmm. to your system. And so I took it. This was my um, <laughs> rounded, uh, round three. I was going on round three of that antibiotic. And finally, um, hearing the, what I needed to hear from her, I was able to um, get over it and get past it. And once we got past it, uh, we were, um, I went back to um, not only just praying for my, my life, for God to sustain and keep a hedge of protection. I found myself praying David's prayer. <laughs> keep a hedge of protection. I don't know what you, what you have in store for me. I don't know what you have in store for the choir members. I know that they're going through things. Right. I don't know what you have in store for my sister, Denise. I don't know mm. how all of this is going to come together, but work a good work through us. Please, Father. 
And Denise was being healed. She was coming around. And Kenny, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done, Akel. Is there anything else? Is there anything else? One more thing. Kenny, just one more thing. <laughs> oh, I, you know, I, I want this. I want this, you know. And um, at, the, at the end of it, we were down to the wire. You know this, Colin. Yeah. And I'm saying, God, help me. <laughs> what can you do? Right. I'd like to see. I have this vision. God's given me this vision. I'd like to see so-and-so. And you said, you know what? I, I got you. I know exactly where you're going. And to, to watch and see all these minds come together uh, for a, a finished product mm -hmm. that touches, that still to give God the glory that is still touching mm. lives. I, I heard from individuals um, that I went to school with that I um, uh, went to church, different churches with uh, in Africa. Wow. <sighs> My goodness. Mm. Um, wow. Cousins in Europe mm. um, uh, that live in that live in uh, Surrey. Uh, everywhere. New York City, the islands. Um, it just any, anywhere you could possibly think it's still far reaching. I'm watching the numbers tick up. Yeah. I'm, I'm watching uh, people responding to, to us, to the church, um, people who decided that they uh, wanted to tune into uh, plantation as a result of seeing uh, the video and, and hearing the gospel of Jesus Christ neighbors. I sent it to neighbors. I sent it to coworkers because the one thing that I've learned about music over the years mm. is where, where we do not have a foot into people's homes, yeah. music does. It's true. Yeah. Where we don't have an opportunity to say, to mm. touch, to hug, to, to enter into somebody's personal space, music does. Mm. And so I love the ministry of music, not entertainment, the ministry of music. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And how it has the mm -hmm. ability to weave its way through our conscious mind and speak to our heart and soften areas and prepare the heart and the mind for who mm -hmm. is God? Who is he? So this is what I wanted to tell you. I'm going through that accident. And then also there was an, um, another uh, individual in the choir that was in the middle of uh, home purchase swelling. Um, and how God was bringing her through that. And she, uh, she was saying, I, I got to focus in. I got to focus on this thing in the middle of packing. She was moving things, dealing with her family, trying to get things. And she buckled down in the middle of all of that and said, yeah, I'm, I'm going to minister. I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. So there's story after story after story around the, the making of this virtual project that um, uh, not just myself, but many members in the uh, choir uh, many stories, uh, many things that they've been through, how it lifted them up, and I'm I'm so grateful that God took the reins yeah. and and continued yeah. to lead. Yeah, amazing, amazing, and even um, you you haven't even heard my story yet, but um, yeah, yeah. I know <laughs> the challenges that I had on my end yeah. too, and it was um, what was crazy about it is that um, during COVID, things were a little bit slow. And then when you came with this project, Kelly, things started to pick back up for me again. Mm -hmm. So I was very busy mm -hmm. in the middle of everything else that was, you know, because all of my other clients came back online and they, they um, wow. 
they wanted to get projects done as soon as possible. And then here you come with this project. And then um, it's tying up my computer because it's taking so long to process and I'm putting it all overnight. <laughs> it's just amazing, man. But um, just as you said, just to see, just to see. And, and what I've come to realize that when you're doing stuff for God and it's going to minister to a lot of people, you're going to get attacked. Mm -hmm. attack so yeah. and we have yeah. to you know we have to be um vigilant. be vigilant, vigilant with that and do. also and also we have mm -hmm. to be um uh, persistent and to depend upon god and trust in him so, Amen. Yeah, so Amen. Mm -hmm. yeah you know so now i think we should we, i think it's time for us to give the viewers the, the full video so um here it is guys Amen. first of my testimony we never did this before but Exclusive today. Here it is. <laughs> Our old virtual choir video. Yeah. 
Wow. Amazing, amazing. I'm, I'm, I'm sure that you guys enjoyed that. We really such a blessing. Yes, yes. Mm. And, um, and this is this is the um, the work of not just who is online here, but all of the other choir members. Yeah. Um, yes, yes, thank yes. you so much for volunteering and letting God use you. So, all right. So as we wrap up now, um, we're gonna start with Kenny. Kenny, um, what would be um, some advice that you can give to people in your field when, when something like this come on your plate and you're going through challenges, what are some of the, the, the things that you would tell them to encourage them to keep forging forward? Pray. Pray. You know, um, God gives wisdom when you need it. One of the biggest problems I had in my career was I wasn't praying enough, and I remember God kind of just speaking to my heart and letting me know, you, you can pray a lot more during your day for the little things. The little things, you know, if you don't know how to do this one little problem, pray about it. You know, God, it's interesting how God will give you a train of thought that will lead you to the right answer when you when you start praying. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. um, and uh, also, don't feel like you have to do it alone. You know, I, I work. It wasn't just me. It was my friend um, Alfredo Fuentes. I was sending him projects. Every time I finish, you know, a set, I'd send it to him. He would mix it and send it back. I'd say, okay, well, let's fix this and send it back. Then I'd send it to Aunt Kelly, and then she'd say, well, fix this. And so we send it back. And there's a lot of that stuff. <laughs> you know, so with, with good people, you know, that, you know, you don't have, I don't think God calls us to do things all by ourselves. Right. You know, so I, I definitely couldn't have done it all by myself. He was there helping me. Um, and I think, you know, he got it, enabled us to, to get it done together. Amen. 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 Yeah, so um, Kika, from this experience that you had, how has that ministered to you? And even with your spiritual walk, how has that ministered to you? It has ministered to me in a way that um, I think I'm encouraged to keep going forward. I think I had gotten to a place where I was kind of on a hiatus, but. Um, just knowing that, you know, the thought that comes to mind is if God has given you something, mm. a tool or talent to use, you can't sit on it because that mm. tool, that talent is going to minister to you before it ministers to someone else. Yeah. So yeah. this this particular scenario actually, I think, pushed me to come out of out of my little come from under that rock and i thank god for that i really do amen 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 all right and kelly take us home take us home with this lessons learned from this project what was the biggest lesson Mm -hmm. spiritually that you learned from this whole experience i think my biggest lesson my take home is it's like the reiteration of of david's story God's given you, I'm listening to Kika, and absolutely right. God has given us um, gifts and talents, uh, not for our glory. God has given us gifts and talents so that we can help each other along the way, so that we can minister to each other, allowing God Mm -hmm. to work through us, and then trusting, Mm -hmm. trusting, because not along this whole walk, we could never see what was to happen in front of us. And all the stories that I heard, we just didn't know. We didn't know what was to come, what was to happen. And so uh, trust, faith, um, prayer, uh, uh, encouragement, 
um, along the way, uh, individuals um, that need us. Reach out. Don't be afraid to reach out to people. Sometimes it looks like um, we're too busy. You know, uh, when we see each other at church, um, everybody's, you know, hi, how are you doing? Waving. Okay. And then they get in their cars and they're by and say goodbye. Um, But in this, my biggest takeaway um, has been um, friendship ministry. Friendship ministry uh, in being able to encourage somebody else in spite of myself. And so oftentimes what we find, I think, is uh, we, 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 uh, we look inside and um, I don't think that it's meant for us, even uh, in God's walk and Christ's walk, it's meant, it wasn't meant for us to focus too much on what's happening with ourselves. Right. That whole thing um, with um, how I was feeling, my heart was heavy and things that I was going through with myself, all of that seemed to clear up. I, I, I couldn't feel it anymore. Mm. I, I didn't even notice it anymore. Once my focus turned to the choir, focused turn to um, what they were going through individually. I had something to get on my knees and petition God about. Um, if you're mm. out there and uh, <laughs> you're feeling that woe is me, you know, kind of um, thing, or now that we're going through another looks like cycle and turn of, you know, now not just COVID, but we're going through uh, uh, um, the, the Delta variant and now the Lambda, you know, variant and whatnot. You would think that we're old pros, but I, I see I see some of the worry, you know, coming back. Yeah. So you know, we have another got another project, yeah. got another project coming right. um, for encouragement. Right. Um, but but the biggest takeaway is that hopefully from this testimony that people will learn that a God is a keeper of His promises. God is mm-hmm. alive and well. God does not want. He has our best interest at heart. He does not want for us to be downtrodden, but to have faith. No fear. He is with us. Remember Psalms 91. Amen. 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 Wow. Wow. Man. Yep. He's alive. Yeah, I know. I know. (laughs) Yes, he is. You see something like the virtual choir, and we saw a lot during COVID. Mm -hmm. And when you actually hear the ministry behind it, that to me is extremely powerful. The amount Amen. of ministering elements, the way that God can mm-hmm. take a really serious situation that we were all in at mm-hmm. the time and allow us to be able to still, he still works through everybody. Mm-hmm. Make sure mm-hmm. that his word is still being told, encouraged, he's, just to allow us to remember that he's always there with us. Yes. Very powerful. Amen. Very, very powerful. Amen. Wow. Amen. Yeah, and, and for me personally, um, just to hear these stories now, what was really going on, mm-hmm. and just to realize that, um, uh, as you said, Kelly, it wasn't about me. Because uh, personally, I was I was a little bit overwhelmed yeah. when the project came on my table. That makes two of us. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't in sync. Yeah, and, 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 <laughs> I know. It's like, don't look at this. They're not in sync. Yeah, right. Are they really not in sync? Kenny <laughs> yeah. can relate to that, right? Yeah. Like a twilight zone for me, and I have to be doing it to again. Walk away, yeah. come back yeah. again. Wow. Yeah. Wow. We appreciate you, Colin. But to, know, but to know where it's reaching now and the amount mm. of people and how wow. it's a blessing. And it's, um, yeah. To be a part of this, man. So anytime, Kelly, we're ready for the next one, okay? Yeah.
All right. Yes. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. <laughs> All, right. All right. So um, as we wrap up, Dawn, you'll pray. And, um, so I feel pray. impressed, Kelly, that mm. I would really like you to pray. Oh, wow. I just feel impressed for you to pray. Oh, wow. To end the whole thing. So if you would, please. Dear God in heaven, I just thank you for being our God, for being all wise, all knowing, um, mm. setting the timing. The God of, of that controls space, that controls time before we even get there, mm. having gifts ready for individuals well in advance, pouring those gifts down and dropping them in different places and time so that they are to be received at the time that we get there. Mm. Mighty and powerful God, thank you for being our creator. Thank you for loving us and dying on the cross to save us. Thank you for reminding us and letting us be used as tools to remind others that you are alive. You haven't abandoned us. You're there to keep a hedge of protection round about us. If we believe and trust and move forward in faith, no matter what, even when things look bleakest. I thank you, Father, for your merciful kindness, because we're not perfect and we're going through things and we have anger pent up inside. I thank you, dear God, for the ministry of Colin and Don. I thank you, dear God, for uh, give them allowing a platform to share wonderful testimonies of how you are working through people's lives, everyday practical stuff. Mm. And I just thank you, God, that you um, have been there for, uh, for uh, Kenny on his side, those in California, those in Africa, those in New York, those in the Midwest, those in the islands. And as we prepare for even yet a hurricane coming, that we know, Father, that you have your hand of protection round about us and that you will hold back the forces that seek to, uh, to derail any plans that you would have to reach those that are out there that want to know more about you. I just thank you, Father, for all that you have done and that you will do. In Jesus' holy and precious name, amen, amen, and amen. 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 Thank you so much again. Uh, so we have Kelly and uh, Kenny <laughs> and Kika. All the K's. All the K's. This is definitely a wonderful testimony, man. Yeah, so, so beautiful. And uh, thank you for allowing God to use you guys with all your talents that you have and for all of us to come together and minister. And it's, it's been a pleasure working with you. And as I said, man, let's do it again soon. All right. Yes. Amen. We'll do.